is actually right beside China Camp in Darien Province, Panama. Here they call it San Vicente Camp. I call it China Camp because that's where most of the Chinese go. Now, let me be clear. I want to state it again. Mayorkas was a board member on HIAS, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. He was a board member. Then he moved to Department of Homeland Security, where he is now the chief, right? And you can go to the HIAS website, H-I-A-S website, and you can see where they're congratulating Mayorkas. That's right. He's quarterbacking the whole thing. Send us everything you want to cover tomorrow. You'll be with us at 12 noon tomorrow, emergency broadcast this Saturday, January 27th. Michael Yon, thank you so much. Everybody can follow you on X. Just search your name, Michael Yon. Thank you so much. 12 noon central. I'll be there tomorrow, sir. We'll see you. Thank you so much. Alex Newman, expert of the New World Order, in 60 seconds. Stay with us. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get amazing products like Next Level Foundational Energy. I don't have time to tell you about it. Just go research it. It is incredible. Just get it and you will be amazed. And then at least you know you're funding the operation. Get a copy of my book. That keeps me on air. Signed or unsigned. Fundraiser is a signed copy. The Great Awakening. The plan to defeat the globalists and launch the next renaissance. InfoWarsStore.com or 888 3139. When it comes to regaining energy, convenience is key. Sure, coffee, candy, and other highly sugar-filled products can give us a short boost, but the crash is always the strongest downside. That's why our team of scientists worked with the InfoWars crew to create a powerhouse mixable energy formula. Having TurboForce Plus at work, home, in the car, or in your bag is the ultimate answer to a sluggish day. Receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from Austin, Texas, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, we're living inside the operational phase of the New World Order. The same NGOs that ran the invasion of Europe the last 15 years are running the invasion against the United States. 25 other governors and states have joined Texas. That's 26 against what's happening. Regardless, the attention is good and positive. Is it going to save us? No, but awareness will lead to cutting off the funding to the UN NGOs that are running the invasion. Well, Alex Newman is the CEO of Liberty Sentinel Media and senior editor at the New American Magazine, in addition to writing for various other huge publications worldwide. He's an award-winning investigative journalist, educator, author, speaker, and investor, nationally syndicated radio host and consultant who seeks to glorify God in everything he does. And his new book has just been released, Indoctrinating Our Children. We'll have him back soon just on the book. We'll talk about some today. Indoctrinating Our Children to Death, Government Schools, War on Faith, Family and Freedom, How to Stop It, LibertySentinel.org, TheNewAmerican.com. People ask how I've been so ahead of the curve. Well, New American Magazine, uh, and, and before that was out, my family were involved with the John Birch Society and just dead on. We're talking about vindicated. So, Alex, there's so much to hit here. You sent me a lot of topics that I really want to get into. But first off, the border invasion, what's happening, how it ties into things. This is really, I think, a lens or a keyhole into their operations. It really is, Alex. And, you know, as somebody who grew up in Latin America, I spent most of my childhood in Mexico and Brazil and was educated there. I can tell you that the people coming across the border 
a lot of them have been indoctrinated from the time they were little tiny children. I know because I lived it to believe that the United States is the source of all their evils, the, that to believe that the United States is the reason why they're poor, the reason why their own governments are corrupt. It was constantly drilled into our heads. The, the gringos are at fault. They invaded our country. They steal our resources. They do this and that and the other. And so when you combine the indoctrination that the young people who are coming across our border now have received as children and the indoctrination that's happening to the children in the United States, what you realize is the vast majority of younger people, whether they be native born Americans or the illegals coming across the border, have a passionate desire to see the United States of America destroyed, not just as a nation, but as Rich Higgins said from the National Security Council during the Trump administration, even as an ideal, the principles that our country was founded on uh, need to be fully discredited. And so uh, I was listening to Michael Yan right before I came on talking about this is an invasion force. It literally is. They want a civil war in this country. They want Americans shooting at each other. They want immigrants from Somalia, from uh, all over Latin America, from the, the Middle East, all adding confusion to this. They've got special operators coming in from China. They want to create the most disastrous situation that anybody can imagine. And, and I believe that the indoctrination of the young people, not just in the United States, but around the world, is critical to pushing this New World Order agenda forward. In fact, I don't think you can even understand the New World Order without understanding the role that the government school system all around the world, now under the leadership of the United Nations, is playing in preparing humanity for that. Well, let's start running through so people understand what's happening. So... The process actually began 150 years ago. Right? A lot of people don't realize that government schools are a new and innovative idea. Right? The, the idea that government would educate children would have been inconceivable to an American or anybody else in the world 200 years ago. That was the, the parents' job. right? But you had a group of communists, starting with uh, Robert Owen, who was a communist before even Karl Marx came out, thinking, hey, we need to fundamentally transform America. We need to turn these people away from the Bible, away from God, away from the constitutional principles that created America, and toward a collectivistic vision of humanity, of society, et cetera. So he set in motion this train that eventually would become the public school system. From there, you had communists like John Dewey and super capitalists like the Rockefellers joining forces to, to really expand the system across the United States. If you look at the education that Americans had before the system came into being and you compare it with what we have today, it's like night and day. Americans back then were incredibly knowledgeable. They were incredibly literate. They understood logic. They understood history. They understood how to evaluate evidence. Today, the majority of American adults, according to the federal government's own data, are basically functionally illiterate. So this has all been part of a long design. Of course, you know the Rockefellers are an intimate part of the New World Order agenda. In fact, the Rockefellers and the Carnegies teamed up to unleash this system of public school around the world, right? And so now you have the United Nations. Alex, this is what people need to understand. The United Nations is taking the lead on education issues. And it's been doing this for a long time. They have a whole agency dedicated to this, the UNESCO, UN Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization. And they're promoting pedophilia, officially saying sex with kids. I mean, you think you've got a local government or local school, in almost every case, it's UN policy. That's right. And, and it absolutely is, Alex. That's what people don't understand. They think we're going to run for school board and we're going to fix this. You have no idea what you're talking about. This is coming from the U.N. to the U.S. Department of Education, from the U.S. Department of Education and the unions. It's then uh, pushed on the states and the local governments from the state and local government goes into your classroom. So the U.N. Uh, uh, decades ago actually wrote what they call the World Core Curriculum. Now, this was written by the Assistant Secretary General of the U.N. He's called the father of global education. His name was Robert Mueller. And he admits 
in the foreword to the teacher's manual. In plain English, he says, the principles on which this is based is, are found in the books of Alice Bailey and the Tibetan teacher, Jval Kul. Well, I know you know the, this, Alex, but I know most Americans have no clue who Alice Bailey was. I'll give you a hint. She was the founder of the Lucifer Publishing Company. So you have the guy who wrote the World Core Curriculum admitting it's based on the principles of a crazy lady who claimed to be communicating with ascended masters. And for people that didn't know, Hitler followed her, uh, uh, Aleister Crowley did. She's a big cheese. She's huge. I mean, when you get into the higher levels of globalism, she is like, you know, one of the top dogs when it comes to spiritual issues. Now, they've changed the name of the Lucifer Publishing Company because that was just a little too obvious. They now call it the Lucius Trust, but it's still there. They talk about this new age that we're going into. And so she's got a book, Education in the New Age, right? And this was written uh, 60, 70 years ago that she was cooperating again with these ascended masters, which if you read your Bible, she was talking to demons or she was schizophrenic, one or the other. And she says that the goal of education needs to be to prepare children for world government, that we're entering this new era, this new age for humanity, where we're going to evolve into a higher level of consciousness. And the people holding us back are the Christians because they cling to this idea uh, of God and, and all the rest of it. They literally take the biblical story and flip it upside down, right? So, so Christians understand the serpent in the garden, satanic lies, right? You can be as and God. And now they've got well, this new show. Start over on that. That, that They've got a, a new show uh, financed by Amazon where the devil's actually the hero back to Adam and Eve. Yeah, and, and this all comes out of Alice Bailey. She wrote in one of her books, Externalization of the Hierarchy, that eventually you're going to have to introduce all of society to the occult rituals and mysteries that these people consider to have been you know, a, a critical part of their movement, going back to who knows how far back into the past, maybe all the way back to, to Babel and um, uh, Nimrod. So all of this is happening through the school system. That's what people really need to understand. They're, your children are not being educated in any sense that a normal person would recognize, right? Normal people, you ask them, what does education mean? They'll say, well, they're gonna teach my children how to read, write, and do math. Don't take my word for it. We've got the federal data on this. Every two years, the U.S. Department of Education does what they call the National Assessment of Education. They're Progress. turning us into total savages. They are. Uh, savages who are ready for a one-world government, who are ready to tear down their families, their communities, their churches, their country, their constitution. And they've, they've been working on this. Again, we've got the whole history. We've got the primary source documents where John Dewey openly talked about. We've got to dumb them down slowly. And was it the so French Revolution and the Jacobins, their big beta test? It was. And, and that's what people need to understand. It's a total inversion of Christian principles. The French Revolution was a satanic revolution organized by secret societies. They hated God so much, Alex, they couldn't even tolerate a seven-day week. They declared that you know, God made the world in seven days. We can't have that. We're going to have a 10-day week. They chopped off the heads of the, the Christian priests and pastors. They put up a prostitute in Notre Dame Cathedral and said, here, worship the goddess of reason. And so all these movements are now coalescing. And the primary mechanism that they're using to move the world in this direction is the government school system. I'll say it again. The public school system is their main weapon to make all of this happen. Yeah, the border crisis is huge, it's essential. The, the war on our constitution, the war on our energy systems, the war on our farmers, all of these are critical. But the main element, the, the one on which everything will rise or fall is the indoctrination of the next generation. That's the critical point. All right, so I wanna get into your new book and all of it, but just tying it in to everything that's happening and, and, and what we're witnessing, let me ask you this, how is it going for the new world order? Because I see a lot of awakening a massive uh, acceleration of understanding. 
the globalist leaks say they're in trouble. They think they're losing. I don't want to be over-optimistic, but it, but it it seems like their plan can only succeed if the general public's in the dark. H how would you describe where humanity is right now in this attempted takeover of our development? Uh, great question, Alex. And I always start from the premise that God is sovereign. And so ultimately, it won't be up to the globalists if and when they succeed. But, you know, you mentioned the John Birch Society earlier. Robert Welch, the, the founder of the John Birch Society, he saw a lot of these things, you know, 60 plus years ago, started writing about them. And he said there was going to come a time where these New World Order fanatics, he used to call them the insiders, were going to have to do the equivalent of run naked through the streets, right? We are there now. And so what Robert Welch said was this was going to be the primary and best opportunity for humanity to stop these people. He said there's going to come a time where the agenda is going to be so obvious. And, and you know, Alex, you, you've been sounding the alarm about this long before we got to this point, right? So your viewers, your listeners already knew all this was coming. But to your average Joe on the street who's just trying to feed his family, just trying to get a raise at work, all this stuff is new. But what's happening now is the stuff that was hidden, right, the agenda for a world government, the, the invasion of our country, the dumbing down of our children, all these different elements that are coalescing into this one world agenda from hell, uh, they're now all out in the open. So they went from, oh, we're not doing that. You're being a conspiracy theorist. To, How could you not want a border invasion? How could you not want these uh, sex perversions taught to your children in public school? So now is the chance for us to stop them. Uh, like you pointed out, I, I do believe these people are absolutely terrified. They're right to be terrified. They are going to be held accountable at some point. They're going to face justice. They should be quaking in their boots. But I believe that they are incredibly scared. It, it, it first really hit me when they banned you from all the platforms, Alex. When they banned you, for me, it, as horrible news as it was, it was good news in a sense because what it showed me is they recognized even by rigging the algorithms for YouTube and Google to try to silence you and suppress you and other people like you, they still couldn't keep the control of the narrative. So they lost control of the narrative somewhere in my view back around 2015, 2016. That trend has accelerated now. We've got millions of people waking up on a almost weekly basis, not just in the United States, but around the world. And if these trends continue, all these evildoers, if they're lucky, they're gonna end up in jail. So it's do or die time for them. And that's why it's, it's a great opportunity for us to stop them. But it's also a time of great danger. As Michael was just explaining before I came on, all kinds of, very volatile situations could emerge potentially in the very near future. You know, lights out, communications out, civil war brewing, uh, false flag attacks. These are all the types of tools that they would use in desperation to try to regain control of the narrative, to try to shut everything down again. Think what they did during COVID, but multiplied by 10 or 20. Uh, folks, we're in a time of great opportunity and great danger. Now's the time for everybody listening to us, all the people who've just been kind of listening passively, haven't really been involved. Now's the time to get involved. Starts in your own home, protect your own children from this agenda, then work outwards. Start with your block, start with your neighborhood, get to then your city council, your county commission. We've got to do this piece by piece, and now's the time for us to get it done when everybody can see what's happening. You know, a lot of people see... 25 states joining Texas and the barbed wire and the illegals getting backed up and then them leaving Eagle Pass to go somewhere else. And they say, oh, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's just uh, the governor, you know, he's been in the WEF, he's a traitor. It, you know, it, it's, it's all some type of smoke and mirrors. But I see it as the public forcing this out in the open and the support of Texas regardless is very real and should be celebrated. I don't think it's some panacea. I don't think it's going to fix everything. But what do you think about the current border crisis? I think what's happening with Texas and what's happening with the other Republican governors chiming in and supporting Texas is absolutely critical, Alex, because look, right now we all recognize that the federal government is in the hands of people who hate us, who are trying to destroy our country. 
The way to resist that, we always want to use lawful means of resistance. And so historically, you know, if you go back to the Bible, you have over and over again these examples of God's people standing in the gap between the higher magistrate and the people. Go back to Exodus chapter 1, the Hebrew midwives defied Pharaoh and refused to kill the baby boys. You go to uh, Daniel, you have Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refusing to bend the knee to this golden idol that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. You go to the New Testament, in the book of Acts, you have the apostles saying, look, it's better to obey God than men. So we've always had uh, in throughout Christian history and, and during the Reformation, we saw this as well, this doctrine of the lesser magistrates where people must do what's right, even if it's in conflict with what, say, what President Biden or, or the Congress is saying. And so what Texas is doing right now, I think, is a role model. Same thing uh, in with uh, COVID in Florida. Right. When uh, Joe Biden imposed, for example, the vaccine mandate, our legislature got together. Our governor said, look, we're going to pass a law that deliberately defies that. If you want to force vaccinate somebody in this state, if you're going to fire them for not taking the shot, you're going to pay a fine that's 10 times bigger than what the feds are going to do. So we've got to have state governments and even county governments, sheriffs, county commissioners. we got to have pushback. We're not going to accept that. We do. And, and lawful through the state and through the local is the best way to do it. So overall, this is positive, but I'm concerned about false flags. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is hugely positive, right? What the governor of Texas is doing right now should be an example for governors and county mayors all over the country. Next step is we've got to join forces. We've got to get these 25, 30 Republican states to join together and say, under no circumstances will we allow this. But you're right. We must be aware of false flags. There are special forces now from China, from other hostile nations spread all over the United States that have come in over the last few years. They've got sleeper cells. They can be activated at a moment's notice to take out the power grid, to take out the sewage treatment facilities. So we've got to be on our guard. I suspect uh, the evildoers are coming up with possible false flags as we speak. Something to blame Trump supporters. Right? Yeah, all, all this Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton stuff that Trump supporters are extremists and they're cult members who need to be deprogrammed. They're laying the psychological foundation for the handful of people who still believe them to unleash incredible persecution on their critics. So we must be very, very aware of false flags. Uh, need to make sure we don't get caught in any of their traps, as Michael just pointed out. Because, uh, again, this is a time of great opportunity, but it's also a time of great danger. I believe the globalists are like a cornered animal right now. They recognize that they have to do something dramatic to get to regain control of the narrative, to get back in a, in a uh, controlling position. So uh, we've got to be very careful. But, again, that should not be an excuse not to get involved, not to do stuff. We just need to expose them. And whenever you hear something crazy happening that doesn't make sense – Go to Infowars.com. Go to TheNewAmerican.com. We will do our best to get the truth out for you. And then it's your job, folks out there listening, to get this information to your friends and your family, even the ones who might still be stuck watching CNN or MSNBC. Absolutely. Alex Newman, a great investigative journalist, researcher, author. Let, 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 let's start talking about the points you sent me. You kind of already foreshadowed this. How America became illiterate. How the school system was federalized and then globalized. How the creators of the system always had in mind undermining Christianity and the principles of liberty in America was founded on how we can fight back and what is absolutely essential that we do. And then so much more we're going to get into. Yeah. Well, thank you, Alex. And so I, I go back to the beginning with the genesis of the public school system. Now the, the guy, I mentioned him earlier, the guy who came up with this idea that government ought to educate our children was named Robert Owen. And he was a communist. He, even before Karl Marx came along and wrote the communist manifesto, he wanted to get rid of private property. He wanted to abolish the nuclear family. Uh, and he believed so fervently in these principles. He, he actually bought a piece of land in Indiana and set up a communist commune. Uh, it failed in less than two years. And he concluded that the reason it failed was that all these people 
had been raised by Christian parents in a Christian society that valued family, that valued private property, that still clung to the ideals in the Bible. And so he said, how are we going to change that? Well, and this is a fascinating story. He launched and created what uh, a whistleblower later described as a secret society modeled on the Carbonari. Uh, and we've got the primary source documents for this in the book. Uh, the whistleblower, his name was Orestes Brownson. He says he was part of this secret society. He was in charge of organizing a part of New York. And he said the, the immediate goals were to shift public opinion in favor of government schools. Right? This was, again, before we had public schools in America. Uh, and they wanted to get men elected to legislatures who would support the idea of a government role for education. Well, um, this was a, a very hard sell, right? Americans were incredibly well-educated, primarily homeschooled, and then all the different church denominations ran their own school networks. And then, of course, we had Christian universities like Harvard, Yale, Princeton, I mean, Abraham Lincoln was homeschooled. Right, and, and almost all of our founding fathers were primarily homeschooled, right? Some of them went on to get uh, degrees when they were 14 or 15 at Harvard or Yale or Princeton, you know, good Christian schools back then. But, but homeschooling was the norm at that time. That's right. Uh, you know, parents, older siblings, and aunts and uncles and grandparents really were teaching uh, how to read, how to write, how, how to do math, the history of the world. The Bible, of course, was the primary textbook. These were incredibly well-educated people. And so this whistleblower, Orisus Brownson, he eventually became a Catholic, and, and he repented of this involvement with the secret society, and he wrote a book about it, and he said that the ultimate objective—this th is key— the ultimate objective, he said, was to destroy Christianity, right? They, uh, even before, you know, Antonio Gramsci, we all know about cultural Marxism and so on. But long before that, the communists had already figured out that Christianity was the giant roadblock in the way of their utopia. So that's the guy who came up with the idea of government schools. Um, the texts and essays that he wrote ended up in the hands of the dictator of Prussia. The dictator of Prussia, according to Robert Owen in his autobiography, so much approved of this idea that the government should educate children that he ordered his interior minister to set up a network of government schools, just as Robert Owen had dreamed up. Well, the founding father of America's public school system, Horace Mann, went to Prussia, studied this system, brought it to Massachusetts, got himself selected as the first ever secretary of education for any state, right? We had never had a secretary of education in any state before that, brought the Prussian system into Massachusetts. Once he finished with Massachusetts, he went around the country preaching, like you know, like a, a traveling evangelist, preaching the good news of salvation by government schools. And little by little, the other states started saying, well, we'll set up a government school here. We'll, we'll get the government involved there. And then along comes... John Dewey, who's almost universally recognized today as the founding father of public education, he actually went to the Soviet Union for his ideas, Alex. This is a guy who wrote multiple essays for the New Republic about how wonderful the Soviet Union was. This is the guy who designed and built the system that today is educating our children. This was 100 years ago. So incredible, right? So he teams up with the Rockefellers, the super capitalists. You've got a communist who loves the Soviet Union teaming up with the Rockefeller dynasty. They, they had a philanthropy called the General Education Board. They gave Dewey over $3 million to set up an experimental school at the University of Chicago, graduated a bunch of kids that couldn't read, couldn't write, couldn't tell right from wrong, and couldn't do math. And they said, that will be perfect. That's the model we'll use for the whole country. He moved over to Columbia University, started the, at the Teachers College, brought in the Frankfurt School criminals who, who so, so they were developing academia. literally lawless, mindless morons, an army of idiots. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, Alex. I mean, they, they had a plan to dumb down the American people, literally make us illiterate, right? This was a deliberate thing. Before the government got involved in education, you had virtually 100% Well, I remember literacy. reading documents from over 100 years ago, the big U.S. Banking Association was like, too many people are literate. They're too smart. We've got to take control of education. 
That's exactly what uh, John Dewey believed. Uh, he actually outlines in an essay that he wrote called The Primary Education Fetish. So, you know, the, uh, Americans don't really need to learn how to read, write, and do math when they're little. We should really focus on socializing them, making them part of the collective. But he says in there, you know, we have to do this gradually because if people find out what we're doing, there's going to be a violent reaction. So he was made the honorary life president of the National Education Association. And then over the decades to come, they excluded the Bible. They dumbed down the population. They turned tens of millions of Americans into actual illiterates using a, a process that we outline in the book that, by the way, is still used under Common Core today. That's why the kids can't read. And little by little, you know, then we got in 1962, the Supreme Court stepped in. They said no more prayer in school. Next year, they said no more Bible in school. Uh, the, the justice who wrote the dissent, uh, Justice Potter Stewart, in this case, said what happened here was not the establishment of neutrality with respect to religion in the schools. He said what actually is happening here is the establishment of the religion of secularism, which John Dewey would have recognized as his religion, the religion of humanism. So uh, let me Let's just explain that when we come back. Alex Newman on okay. fire. This, this is striking at the root how they took over and how we reversed it straight ahead. Stay with us. Tell folks tune in now. Well, we've had a lot of amazing successes against the globalists. And it really is because of the listeners of this broadcast and the fact that we're historically informed and had a lot of great guests. And we really understand the point in history that humanity is right now. So everybody knows our information is hardcore and extremely informative and game-changing. But what about the products at InfoWarsStore.com? These products, if you'll just try them, you'll be addicted to. I don't sell products that don't work. I don't sell products that aren't game-changing. I don't sell products that aren't the very best. Just like our information is the most hardcore, armor-piercing information out there that cuts right to the lies, these products at InfoWars.com are the supplement equivalent to our information. So, our DNA Force Plus, our Real Red Pill Plus are 40% off individually right now. They're the new big sale. But together, they're an unprecedented 50% off. And both these products are selling out. In fact, we're very close to selling out of DNA Force Plus. About a week left of that, about two weeks left of Real Red Pill. You say, well, then why are you discounting it? Because we need the funds in here right now. So, if you want to experience game-changing power to your cells and boosting your entire body, not just your immune system, you need to take advantage of this. So here's the combo name I gave it. Two powerhouse formulas, one supercharged special. So it's the supercharged combo special at InfoWarsStore.com. It would take me an hour to tell you what's in Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, research it for yourself, and then try it and experience it. Thanks for your support. Media Matters, the Democratic Party, MSNBC and others have asked me to apologize for making a parody video game, criticizing the deep state and all the corruption. And to all them, I just want to say this. Go f*** yourselves. <laughs> Alex Jones' New World Order Wars has been number one on Steam thanks to the viewers and listeners of this broadcast. And I want to invite everyone, before they are successful at banning, which I hope they aren't, to go to alexjonesgame.com and follow the link to Steam and download this game for 1776 as a message to the New World Order. F*** 
you. You want to try to ban this game just like you want to steal elections and force injections on us and open up our borders and rape us. This is a culture war, and they're scared of this game. Get Alex Jones New World Order Wars right now at alexjonesgame.com because anything badass gets censored! Real death is shutting off the economy. The bureaucrats and the corporations control the economy. As they vertically integrate the economy and consolidate power, they murder people in mass. And Elon Musk has warned them that if you destroy civilization, you won't be able to have certain redoubts of it and certain city-states that still have it, the Hunger Games model. It will destroy the elite as well. And anybody that studies history and has common sense knows that. The wars that are going to come out of the starvation and the inflation are being blamed on global warming. The viruses that come out of the labs are being blamed on global warming. The third world hordes being organized by the UN to invade are being blamed on global warming. The mass starvation is blamed on the virus. And everywhere we're told it's going to get worse. Billions are coming, Al Gore and Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton and the Rothschilds and the and, and Davos group and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and Yuval Noah Harari say billions are coming to Europe. A billion are coming to the U.S. because of climate change. No, because you cut their economy off because the IMF and World Bank controls the loans and ordered lockdowns. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. Resistance to tyrants is obedience to God. It's Alex Jones. It was about two weeks ago. I, I barely covered it, but it was in mainstream news. Airlines to hire disabled pilots, including mentally ill. And people saw that headline like, well, what does that mean? Well, it shows how evil this plan is that these humans that say they're almost all of them involved in the occult, that hiring psychiatric patients, schizophrenics, there's the New York Post, is empowering people, but oh, but the NBA can be 95% black. You hear that, you go, where'd they come up with this? Because they want to wreck humans running things and make it all AI. They want to purge the military and make it all robot because that'll follow orders. So you look at the left trying to wreck minds and wreck logic and wreck education and wreck civilization and say they want a post-industrial world because they believe them with a tiny brain trust that still is informed, they'll be able to rule us all because we're such gibbering idiots. But imagine, we're going to put a schizophrenic in and now the airlines are lobbying to only have one pilot and that'll be a schizophrenic. If you're a new listener, this isn't satire, I'm not joking. So you can see investigative journalist, author Alex Newman, the end game here, this is very spiritual. This isn't people coming up with this for hundreds of years, different political movements all coming up with the same idea to destroy the family, to dumb us down, to make us weak, to, 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 to turn us into evil creatures. And, you know, I saw Maria Z, who's a talk show host that co-hosts with us often, and she said this on X. Do people understand what a victory is? Do people understand what a victory is? It is that the globalist Satanists have not managed to corrupt your mind and your heart despite their endless efforts. Again, do people understand what a victory it is? The globalist Satanists have not managed to corrupt your mind and your heart despite their endless efforts. They cannot win because they 
can never take our minds or our hearts. Understand this. The war is for you, all of your being, and you will never let them have it. You have already won with your defiance. And that really comes down to it. We have free will and, and keeping control of our soul and our mind and protecting our children is the future. And as the enemy program goes from, op, from beta to operational and comes out in the open, this is gonna be our strongest moment where people face the full horror of what we're up against. Can, can you speak to what I just said? Yeah, and, and that's it's so true, Alex, that being able to go through a program of 12 years of systematic, scientifically engineered indoctrination and come out the other side and still recognize uh, the truth that we're talking about here, that there is a diabolical evil group of elitists who want to enslave humanity, who want to build this one world totalitarian system, to be able to recognize that we're being lied to on all these different levels, even to be able to use logic and evaluate evidence. Uh, these are all an enormous victory over over their agenda. Now, they're getting better and better at what they're doing, right? Again, people think that their children are being educated in the schools. They're not. Uh, it's actually a, a glorified version of what Pavlov was doing to, to his dogs. Uh, they are uh, basically conditioning them. This is behavioral psychology. This is emotional conditioning so that they won't think Right, so that they'll have an emotional response to trigger words like we should secure the border. Then they're supposed to drool like the dogs and say, no, that's racist. Right? They're not actually thinking about the facts. They're not thinking about the implications of any of these things. They're just responding with their emotional conditioning. And so to be able to go through 12 years of that, and some of us even went to college and had an extra four years or, or even six years or eight years if you got a doctorate. Uh, to be able to come out of that and still be able to think clearly and recognize that we are being deceived on a massive scale here is an enormous, enormous victory. Uh, the numbers, though, unfortunately, have not been very good, right? If you look at, at some of the polling data, Alex, and I know you've seen some of this, too, uh, they did a poll a few years ago, a scientific poll. It was commissioned by the Victims of Communism Memorial Foundation on uh, young Americans, my generation, millennials. And what they found was that 70 percent of millennials said they would vote for a socialist candidate in the future. In other words, over two-thirds of my generation would go for socialism before free markets and freedom. There was another poll, uh, also a scientific poll. They interviewed young people. Among millennials, less than half now identify as Christian. This in a country that was founded by Christians for Christian purposes. And, and like something like 20-plus percent, depending, are, are, quote, gay. Or, or, you know, not right. So, and the numbers are getting crazier. They've got polls now that show 50% of young people identify as a L or a G or a T or a B or what, you know, one of these letters. Uh, and so the, the numbers are getting worse for us. But what's happening is a lot of these kids are then getting deprogrammed, right? They're, they're accessing true information. Like a lot of people they're, that get people transgendered are, wake up and realize, no, I was in a cult. They cut my genitals off. Right. And, and then they then they then they're angry. They're like, wait, you you lied to me. And this is a process that I went through. I went to very, very elite international schools, Alex, they, where, they, where they train up, you know, the future managers of the one. Yeah, talk about yourself. What woke you up? Tell us about that. Well, uh, I think one of the big advantages I had, and this kind of sounds counterintuitive, is that I didn't pay any attention in school. In fact, I got kicked out in the 10th grade. I never went back. I had no interest in school. But had I been paying attention, had I been uh, susceptible to the brainwashing, I might be holding a very senior position in a government or a major corporation right now. That was, that was the uh, path that had been allotted to me. I went to school with the children of billionaires and CEOs of mega, you know, Fortune 500 companies, uh, diplomats, prime ministers, things like this. So, so that's the world I came out of. Now, uh, the indoctrination there is still extreme. I mean, unbelievably extreme, but 
they give you the tools, right? They taught me how to read properly. I went to a French school in Mexico. They taught me how to read with phonics. Uh, they taught me how to think. They taught me uh, some real history. And so I had some huge advantages that, unfortunately, the victims of public schools in America today don't have. But I would say the biggest advantage for me, and I grew up mostly in Latin America, then Europe, then I went to Africa, then back to Europe. Uh, so being in the U.S. Is, is kind of a new thing for me. But the biggest advantage I had was that I was rebellious and didn't pay attention in school. And, and that sounds counterintuitive, but I, I believe that is what protected me from the incredible brainwashing that so many of the other children that I went to school with succumbed to. Isn't one of their biggest problems going to be the, the managerial class they try to train ahead of AI takeover are going to decide to join humanity? And, and that is a huge problem they're facing right now. How do they make the incentives such that the people who are running these institutions now will deliberately destroy themselves? <laughs> so they've got to make this appealing. They've got to uh, uh, move out the older generation. I think a, a big part of what we saw with COVID uh, was exactly aimed at doing that, right? They purged the military. They purged the intelligence community. They purged federal law enforcement of all the people who had enough brains not to take the COVID injection, right? And so they're systematically eliminating people who think for themselves. They're systematically like ESG and these uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion but things within the corporations. then that backfired big. So evil's not all powerful is what we're learning. Absolutely, Alex. And, and that's one of the big mistakes that people who, who learn about the things that we're talking about right now make. They say, well, they control everything. There's nothing we can do. Everything that happens is somehow connected back to their plan. Uh, don't give them godlike powers. They are not gods. They are not sovereign. They don't control everything. Their plan is not always working according to plan, and that is a huge advantage that we have. In fact, I think they are very distressed and very concerned right now about the direction things are going. Well, let's speak more to that. Davos just closed down a few days ago. They got confronted there. People got in their face. World leaders said, you're tyrants, you're control freaks. Uh, I mean, they admitted that we want your trust. Their answer is more censorship. So it, 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 they seem to be hitting the panic button. They are hitting the panic button. That was the big takeaway from Davos, I think, right? The, the obsession throughout this conference was how do we stop people from communicating with each other? And, you know, they, they claim they're fighting misinformation, disinformation, malinformation. But all of that is just a very, very lame smokescreen for how do we stop these people from talking to each other and comparing notes. Uh, I heard a couple of the ladies up there whining about X and, and Elon Musk. Oh, it's toxic, right? They think you being able to speak, you being able to express your opinion, you being able to challenge the fraud and the lies that they're putting out there, they think that's toxic and they are hitting the panic button. They're desperate now. You know, they, they tried to ban you from every platform. And guess what? People are still tuning into your program by the millions, right? So they are very, very concerned about how do we regain control of the narrative. And the World Economic Forum, the most recent one that just passed at Davos, in my opinion, is proof positive that they have lost control of the narrative and they are frantic. They are desperate to try to figure out how no, to... No, I agree. And then Tucker Carlson's packing 30,000 people into arenas in Canada, and, and, and Trudeau's responding to him. I mean, these people are weak as long as we stand up. We've got God on our side. If God be with us, who can be against us? Make no mistake, though, folks. You're not going to have to wait for the New World Order now. You're going to need to experience it. Decide whether you're going to stand against it or submit to it. We'll be right back. Stay with us. I actually feel sorry for the establishment. They're inbred, they were given the power they have, they're incompetent scum. Look at Lloyd Austin. And I remember when they stole the election in 2020, they told us we should never question another election again. But isn't that all Democrats have ever done?
And isn't that what Hillary Clinton claimed Trump was gonna do in 2020? She did that because she was butthurt. She did that because they printed up hundreds of thousands of copies of this Newsweek edition, the actual magazine framed in here, with her, the supposed 45th president of the United States. These people are a joke. They still think corporate media is important. Let's show folks an overhead shot of that. They, they still think being in the New York Times or on CNN is important. CNN has an average of 100,000 viewers. Their top show is 100,000. Joe Rogan has 30, 40, 50 million viewers a week conservatively. So do we. But why do we still see them, even myself, at some levels as the establishment, as the top of the game? They're not. They're a joke. They're a fraud. Before I shot this report, I saw this Time Magazine article. Who reads Time Magazine? Who looks at this? Who believes this? I bet the Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, will show a close shot of that. I bet he has this framed on his wall. The last place I'd want to be is on the cover of Time Magazine. It means you're an establishment loser or worse. The last place I want to be is in a Hollywood movie. The power structure is a joke. It's over. It's a fraud. So look at this. Just like they're trying to hold up Blinken, they tried to hold up Hillary Clinton. So I remind myself and I remind you of what a joke and what a fraud they are. And the fact that all their attempts to silence us and to silence you have failed. And now the whole world is listening to what we're doing. And that credit goes to God and God through you, the viewers and listeners. You deserve the credit for this broadcast. You deserve the credit for what we're able to do but I wanna encourage you to remember how important you are and that we're starting to win, but if you don't support the broadcast, we can fail. I need your support. I've got so many great plans we can execute. I've proven I'm in the game, I don't back down. We have victory in a bottle, thanks to God, thanks to your support. But I need you to make the decision, those of you on the fence that have never gone to InfoWarsStore.com to support the broadcast, we know some of the viewers go there and they're great people and we thank them. But what about all of you that have never gone to the site? Just like our information is powerful, don't you want to experience the supplements I'm promoting? Don't you want to see for yourself whether they're good or not? Because I know if you try them, you're going to love them. Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus supercharge the cells, incredible energy, so good for your whole body, immune system. They're 50% off right now. What's the name of the special I gave it? It's the Supercharged Special. 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Even though both of them are selling out, I want you to experience them, see how great they are, and go, wow, just like his info, his products are amazing, and then become a regular customer so we get stronger together and move into the future. Go to InfoWarsStore.com, take advantage of the special, Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, 50% off together in this special. We are the future, you are the future, and I thank you all for your support. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones.
Some of the crazy articles breaking on Infowars.com right now. American director exposes New York squatting laws, forcing him to pay bills for family who hijacked his house. And, and remember what uh, the Centers for Disease Control did during the COVID hoax. They, they were trying to say, oh, no more rents. But then that'll bankrupt everybody. They're trying to destabilize the world. Watch, Canada's climate czar accuses Secretary Carlson of inciting violence against him for pointing out cutting off their energy and, of course, promoting euthanasia is bad. So, so these guys are cornered rats. They're not used to being opposed. The public is with us, even though they've been brainwashed and dumbed down. When they see us opposing the globalists, they rally behind us. And, man, is Tucker Carlson not totally kicking ass. Uh, so, Alex Newman, in closing, in the time we have, tell us about your new book and in summation, what some solutions are in the fight against these maniacs. Well, thank you so much again, Alex. And I, I do believe this is the issue which is going to determine the future of humanity. This is going to determine whether we're going to live as free human beings or whether we're going to be slaves or end up in prison camps. And, and I'm not exaggerating at all. You mentioned in the last segment, they're hitting the panic button. They are, as far as free speech, that's very clear. Another way they're hitting the panic button is on the education issue. Uh, over the last year, the Washington Compost, uh, they prefer to be called the Washington Post, uh, Jeff Bezos's personal propaganda megaphone, has been relentlessly demonizing homeschoolers. So has the UK Guardian. So have all these major publications. Why? Because they recognize millions of families are fleeing the government's indoctrination centers and they're homeschooling or they're putting their children in thoroughly vetted, very good Christian schools. And for them, that's the worst thing that could happen, right? Uh, I, I think often of the, the little boy that pointed out the emperor had no clothes. As long as there are a few children who are getting a good education, who are able to think for themselves, who can read, uh, there's always the risk that that one child is going to look at the emperor and say, hey, you're naked, right? And then everybody else is going to say, whoa, he's right. The guy is naked. And we can say that too. So for them, this is a do or die issue. That's why we see this fanatical drive to ban homeschooling. I was living in Sweden when they banned homeschooling. I watched them steal children from homeschool families as they were trying to flee the country to get away from this totalitarianism. Uh, uh, Nazi Germany was the first government in the world to criminalize homeschooling. Now France and, and the Portuguese. Absolutely, the, but, but they don't think second, third order. When they did the COVID thing, that made it explode more worldwide. They, 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 they don't get... Something's wrong with evil people. They don't think second, third, fourth order. That's right. And it, that's, it goes right back to what we were saying. These people are not gods. They are not in control of everything. Uh, I do have a chapter in the book about how they used the COVID scam to bring everything into digital, right? And so now you'll see in, in so many government schools, the children will sit there with their little tablet device being scientifically indoctrinated. Or still right? restaurants so don't want to give you a paper menu. It's all about control. It is, right? And so they're har harvesting all this data, and they're using this data gathering to better brainwash these children. So they talk about social-emotional learning, which, by the way, was born in a foundation founded by an occultist follower of Alice Bailey, who we mentioned earlier. So social-emotional learning, they get these kids on these tablets. They determine what attitude they want the children to have. Do we want them to, let's say, support abortion or support an open border? Well, we have to teach them then that opposition to that is hateful, that it's racist, that it's bigoted, whatever. And if they have so the right attitude— MK, MK Ultra program externalized. 
It is. And so they gather the data. They determine, well, this child doesn't have the right attitude on open borders or abortion. So they circle back and redouble their efforts to brainwash them on that issue. So it's getting very, very good, very comprehensive. But when it comes to solutions, the most important solution for, for parents, for their children, is to pull them out of the government's indoctrination camps. Either find a good private school. And by good private school, I mean, you have to do some vetting. There are a lot of private schools today that are just replicas. They're taking the grant money. They're the, just as bad. They're right. That's right. They're, in some cases, they're using the same government school textbooks inspired by the U.N. that the government schools are using. So we have got to be very diligent in vetting any private schools that we entrust our children to. Uh, and then I close the book with a giant afterword. And, you know, I go back and I look at what did education look like that produced our founding fathers? What did the what was the education that was received by the men and women who built this incredible country? And what you'll find is it was centered on God. It was comprehensive. It taught logic. It taught other languages. It taught children how to to think rather than to just be unquestioning slaves and obedient drones, which is what the commies and the super capitalists like the Rockefellers engineered the public Yeah, they don't want logic. I mean, an example is liberals say, how dare Texas control its border, but don't come here as an illegal alien. They have no empathy, no, it's, it's, it's all mindless. It is, and, and it's hateful too, Alex. They are teaching these children to viciously hate. I can't tell you how many parents I've talked to who have lost their children. They say, my children won't even talk to me anymore. I told them I was a Republican, or I told them I voted for Trump, or you know, I told them I go to church on Sunday, and they say I'm a fascist, or I'm a racist, or I'm a, a Ku Klux Klan, or whatever. So this is the hatred that's being instilled in these children. It's the same process that Mao used in communist China. It's the same process that Adolf Hitler used in Nazi well, Germany. That's right. The universities brag, the, the, the Maoist brain washing is the model. That's right. They're dividing these kids into two categories, oppressor and oppressed. They're teaching the, the kids that the uh, white privilege or Christians or America is oppressing them and that they have to dismantle these systems of oppression, that the family is oppressive, right? All the institutions that are critical to life, uh, farming, family, private property, you name it, are being demonized in the minds of these children. Uh, absolutely. But, then meanwhile, this, but the good news is the enemy is so incompetent. Where's Lloyd Austin right now? Nobody knows. Right? So, um, it, it's truly amazing. But, you know, I, I'm really encouraged by what's happening, Alex. Millions of families are fleeing the system. Millions more are going to in the future. So uh, the, the book has already been endorsed by some great Americans, people like you, uh, General Flynn, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Kirk Cameron. Uh, uh, Tina Deskovich, co-founder of Moms for Liberty. I mean, we've got some of the greatest Americans uh, supporting this book, urging people to read it, because what it shows uh, with primary source documents is that this was always the plan. If the schools aren't broken, they're doing exactly what they were designed to do. And the solution, right, uh, not just for your individual family, but for saving our country, for saving civilization, for saving the values that we hold dear, it's going to have to be a mass exodus from, a, from the system and a total rethinking of education, right? Having a few tweaks here here and there, or, you know, different policies at the school board. No, level. the whole thing's That's been weaponized. The whole thing's cyanide, rejected all. Uh, let's put the book back on screen real quick for TV viewers. Indoctrinating our children to death. Government schools, war on faith, family, and freedom, and how to stop it. Paperback. People should get the book now available right now. 60-second uh, closing comment, Alex Newman. Well, Alex, thank you so much for having me on the program. Again, uh, this is the issue, right? We're never going to be able to get the country back. We're never going to be able to secure the border, uh, lower taxes, keep our gun rights, save babies. If we don't have our children. I mean, they're coming after the right. children. If we, if we don't save our children. So we've got to do it. That's step one. The other pieces will fall into place after we've protected our own children. Then we can move on and truly battle the globalists. So thank you so much, Alex, for all that you do. It's really a tremendous blessing to be able to speak with you and uh, you know, can't encourage people enough 
to get involved in this fight. And the fastest, easiest way to do it, and I believe the most effective way to do it, is to protect your own children, get them a good education, don't let them become unthinking slaves and soldiers in the army of the globalist elitists that want to enslave you. Alex Newman, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Alex. All right, we're going to look at the economic situation in the country coming up with a special guest. Uh, and then Owen Schroyer will be here with us in about an hour and five minutes with The War Room, 3 p.m. Central, Infowars.com, forward slash show. But you see this shirt? Super high quality. On the front, it's got the atomic family, the man, the woman, the girl, the boy. Team Humanity, 1776, Infowars.com. On the back, Team Humanity. This is the shirt I designed. We've got one other variant, the crew design, that's great uh, as well. Here, I'll just show you that shirt as well. I These are in stock now, now shipping. They were pre-order. They're now shipping. They're a fundraising shirt. Here's the other version uh, of Team Humanity with a nuclear family. Team Humanity, Infowars.com. People are going to ask what this shirt means, what it's all about. They get us to obsess on sports and all these diversionary you know, things. This is our family. This is humanity. This is who we are. We need to get that tribalism you see in sports and project it into the real world with our families. So it funds the M4, which is a total win. Plus, it's a great conversational piece. I was on five, four or five weeks ago with Elon Musk. He said they wanted to depopulate us. They want to kill us. They want to enslave us. They want to take us over. And I go, what do you call that? He goes, I don't know. And I go, let's call it Team Humanity. He said, yes, Team Humanity. And I've seen that hashtag on X getting big. This shirt funds the operation, but I want to see it go big. Make your own versions. Sell your own versions. I, th th this is not... This is not my idea, it's our idea. But I really am a guy always before my time, and I'm telling you this team humanity is important. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get a Team Humanity t-shirt for men and for women, your whole family. Hell, if you post it on X and send it to me, I'll, I'll retweet it on X at, at Real Alex Jones. This, I know God has told me, my, my heart's told me, my, my brain's told me, this is important. Team Humanity, join it today. Get the shirt, take action. You can't lose it, funds the InfoWar. And, and separately, other great products at InfoWarStore.com. Turbo Force selling out, 10-hour clean energy, despite that, still on sale. First run of Next Level Foundational Energy, selling out, still on sale. InfoWarStore.com. And so many other great products are about to sell out, like DNA Force Plus and Real Red Pill Plus. They're 50% off, despite that. Thank you all for your support. Infowarsstore.com. And I'm telling you, you won't get this other thing back in for months. You want to get next level foundational energy. All right. Hour number three, straight ahead. And then in one hour, Alan Troyer. Look, I need funds, folks. Uh, you know why I haven't gone down there with him? Because I can't fund to take a few security guys, and nobody's going to let me go without security. I, I got to have it. I, I love to hang my ass out there, but I got to go with some security. I don't have money to travel. I don't have money to do anything. Now they finally admit the media. Jones has nothing. Ha, ha, ha. He sold his car. He sold his guns. Oh, 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 oh. like I give a damn about any of that. I care about the truth and justice, but <clears throat> I need funds. InfoWars needs funds. Okay? So if you want to keep us on air and see us go everywhere, like we did at Bilderberg and Davos before and everything else, if you want to put a dog in the fight, you got, if you got to have a badass pit bull that's won like 20 fights, not defending dog fight, but you know what I mean? You can have a rooster that's won 50 fights. You don't feed the damn rooster for a couple of weeks. You're out there, the rooster's gonna be dead, okay? So I'm a rooster that's already won a bunch of fights, and I wanna get back in there and tear up some other cocks. But I can't do it unless you feed me the damn chicken feed, all right? And I'm not complaining, I'm not bitching. I'm just saying, I, I, I wanna attack in the info war. I want to go for their juggler. 
But if you don't give the pit bull water and food, he's not, he's gonna not, he's gonna be dead. So and I'm not bitching. Just get products you need at InfoWarsStore.com. And, and most of the products I get no money from. But my book, The Great Awakening, is why we have a signed copy that's a fundraiser. The unsigned, I get some of the money. The platinum products that are amazing. HH Max Boost. And 1776 Testosterone Boost and Pain MD. They're amazing products. I'm not going to go into the bankruptcy and why it happened, but when I sold my house, the court will be put some of my money in to buy products that I can get some of the money back myself. So I put my own money in to get these. I know they're great, and it funds us. Infowarstore.com, and HH Max Boost is almost sold out. Despite that, it's still on sale. Pain MD is amazing. 7076 Testosterone Boost is amazing. And the book, The Great Awakening, is powerful as well. But I need your support. Please go to Infowarstore.com and get them right now. We'll be right back. Stay with us.